You're listening to Magic from Wherever I'm At with your host, the magician, time traveler, and charmer, D'Artagnan. to another edition of the podcast. I am D'Artagnan, and today I'm going to go over five things that I think will make you a better magician. Not instantly, of course, but will put you well on your way to becoming a much better magician than you already are right now. You're going to buck the trend of the magic community at large. You're going to stay away from being poisoned by low standards and you're going to actually, you know, I'm going to give you some solid ideas about how you can do that. And these are things I've talked about to a large degree, I would say, on this podcast already, but perhaps uh, never enough until it is absolutely pounded into you uh, with a hammer. So... We're going to start with number one, and this is the, my favorite one on the list, perhaps, only because I've never really shared this uh, quite as blatantly, perhaps, before, but I've sort of uh, kept this back, talked about it here and there. There have been episodes where I have mentioned it, but really, uh, the more I think about this, the more convinced I am, and one of the things... Uh, I would say about this is that this is really one of the biggest cruxes between everything that's going to turn out to be good about your magic. You are probably already thinking maybe down this uh, level, to this level already, and you're probably already, you know, ultimately if you're going to be good, you're probably already on a path similar to this. But if you're not, then maybe perhaps this will trigger uh, a new vista of thinking on your behalf. So let's start. Number one is, of the five, and these are in no particular order. All these things are important in my opinion, so there's no, it's not like a ranking, it's just I'm numbering them so I remember to say them all basically for my own <laughs> purposes. Now number one is do tricks you've never seen in someone else's show. Now, I've long talked about this off the podcast. I've mentioned it a few times in a few different places. Never as blatantly as this, perhaps. Which is, if you've seen a trick in somebody else's actual show... Now, this can get confusing for some people who don't pick up on the subtlety of... of what I'm talking about, perhaps. But I'm not talking about watching a DVD, somebody's explaining a trick that they either they or someone else has come up with, and then you can't do that trick. No, because they're just explaining it. What I'm talking, you know, and it may be their own creation or someone else's. What I'm talking about is a trick you've seen in someone else's show proper. So if it appears in a show, like a, here's a good example. Like six million uh, people do the cups and balls. 
Virtually everybody that does a Cups and Balls has seen it in somebody else's show. That's how they found out about it. They saw another magician do it. Chances are in a show. I'm trying to remember where I saw the, my first Cups and Balls performance, but I'm, I'm going to ha hazard a guess. I mean, did they do it on the Revelations videos? I'm, I can't recall. They certainly talked about it, but uh, I don't know if they actually did it on the Revelations videos. That's a good question, actually. But perhaps if not there, which was the first set of magic videos I ever saw, then certainly the second time, if that wasn't the first, the second time I saw it was on a Gazzo DVD where he's performing in like a, probably in the Keys or something and, and next to a, a cruise ship, which is a famous sort of like D magic DVD. So I had seen that in Gazzo's show. So that would be an instance where you shouldn't do the cups and balls then because I've seen it in somebody's show and so just don't do it. And it's not like, I'm not saying don't do Gazzo's version. I'm saying don't do the cups and balls. I'm saying just get another trick. Literally magic, the magic literature is so deep and so wide. There's no reason, really, no reason at all that anybody should be doing any sort of duplicating. As Michael Weber said, if you go back to episodes 61, 62, 63, where I interview Michael Weber, Michael Weber on there says <laughs> that, you know, when it comes to this copying and basically plagiarism that is accepted into magic for some reason, basically the way Michael Weber described it was like, you think so little of yourself and so much of that other person, for instance, let's say you saw somebody do, like you see Gazzo do the cups and balls, you think so little of yourself and so much of Gazzo that you think there should be two Gazzos in the world and none of you, basically. I mean, how ridiculous is that? When you put it in those terms, it's pretty obvious what you should do. Just do another trick. You know, I love the cups and balls. I have done the cups and balls. I've made that mistake. So don't do what I did. The rule here or the guideline or the signpost. I hope you've enjoyed this teaser of magic from wherever I'm at. To listen to this entire episode and the entire series of more than 150 other episodes, go over to magicfromwherever.com forward slash podcast that's magicfromwherever.com forward slash podcast tired of being a trickster are you not